unacceptable. Just fucking do it. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of MILF on a Mic. Today, I want to waste no time. <laughs> we wasted Please. enough <laughs> um, into getting into the point because today is going to be a very special episode, especially for you hardcore MILF on a Mic listeners who have been begging and patiently waiting for this moment. Today, I answer prayers. I fulfill the majority of the requests in my DMs. For a second time, we have the beautiful, talented, and intelligent mother. Again, we all want to be her. Our men want to be in her. Please welcome back Monique, motherfucking Milan, everybody. Yeah, It almost feels like deja vu because I was like super pregnant then. I feel even bigger now. So, Do you feel bigger this time around? I do feel big. And that was like my biggest fear, like getting pregnant the second time because I heard the second time fucks you up. Yeah. And I mean... I think I look back at pictures when I was pregnant with Lennox and I think sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm not that big, but I'm bigger for sure. You think so? Okay. Maybe I don't, I don't, I don't, I disagree. I mean, but also I didn't like witness you all of your period, but I think you look smaller this time around in my opinion. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But before we get like sidetracked and dive right into it, let's like start from the beginning because you left us and literally like. A few days after, I, I think, think two of, days later, <laughs> you gave like birth that. to him. I think I was like editing the fucking thing, and someone, I think your sister texted me that you were in labor. Um, so we love a labor story. Okay, lay it down on us. How was it? Did you have the water breaking experience? Like, so, tell me everything. Okay, so I it like the timing was almost perfect. So I had my last day of work was that Thursday. The next day, Friday, I had my last OB appointment before, like, I was, because I was supposed to be induced because Eric was training. He was going to go out of town. And I didn't want to be induced, but I wanted him, obviously, to be there. Right. So I was scheduled to be induced that following Tuesday. And so I went for my last appointment. And um, you've heard of, like, sweeping, like the cervical sweep? Yes. Okay. So... I've heard it's different for everybody, right? Some so people, that's the same as the scrape, right? No, I think it's different. So with the sweep, they're literally like touching like the membrane. You have uh-huh. to be dilated, right? Okay. So they literally, it's kind of like a cervical check, but like 10 times more intense because right. they're like up there, like sweeping the membrane, like the sack of where the baby kind of is. Well, okay. that's what I got from the pictures anyway, because I didn't know either. I have to fucking <laughs> Google it. So I was planning on asking for the sweep anyway, because if I could just go into labor without being induced, I prefer that. Right. So I go to my appointment and usually um, I have two male OBs. They're fucking great. But for this last one, I was seeing another one because they were busy. And so this lady walks in and she's like five foot two. I'm like, she's not going to be able to reach up there. There's like just <laughs> no fucking way. Like because you see the pictures it's intense yeah and so she was super nice and she was the one that brought like the sweep up so i was like yeah let's do it okay so at that point they did the cervical check i was three centimeters dilated already she does the sweep and usually even when they do cervical checks i get like a little crampy Mm -hmm. so i left the office i go straight to my mom's house maybe and that was at 11 when they did the sweep i'm hanging out at my mom's house i still have the cramps i'm like 
I'm looking at her. I'm like, these are getting like a little worse and like spaced out. And so I'm like, I feel weird. Right. So I'm like, let me go home and pack my bag. And then she was like, okay, I'm going to finish cleaning up. I'm going to meet you at your house. Wait, you still didn't have your hospital bag ready? No, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Like, my poor son went home in, like, a fucking, like, one, like, regular-ass onesie. onesie. (laughs) Yeah, like, I was not prepared. So my mom comes over maybe, like, an hour later. I'm trying to pack my bags, and I'm like, I call Eric, and I'm like, I don't know if this is it, but, like, I'm get like, I don't know. I feel weird. And he was, I think, in Ocala or something for training. Oh, shit. And um, so I'm getting my shit together. They just get worse. Like, I called Juliana. She was on her way, like, to my house and shit. I'm like, I think it's how ha- I'm, like, timing it. They're, like, fucking four minutes apart at this point. So then they get really bad. I'm like, we got to go. I call Eric. I'm crying. I'm like, no, we got to go. Like, you got to. And I think he was, like, <laughs> leaving at that point, too. So he's coming from Ocala. Juliana's trying to help me, but, like, I'm in so much pain. Like, I don't want nobody touching me. Like, I'm at that point. And it went from, like, zero to 100. Because I think by the time I got to Winnie, it was, like, 4 o'clock. So this all happened within, like, four or five hours. And that day, you were already that three was, centimeters yeah, yeah, dilated. Yeah, I was, like, three okay. centimeters. So... And that alone didn't, like, scare anybody or, like, no, I guess make the doctor of, say something? No, because I guess I was, like getting ready for labor they said i was like progressing okay. along like i was thinning out so i just haven't started like getting contractions yet i guess okay. so i'm trying to get my shit together nothing's packed juliana's asking me what to pack i'm like grab this for the baby and then i'll send her to my room to get me a charger like get some underwear for eric like i just i was so all i couldn't think straight i'm trying to take a shower so then we get in my mom's car and she's driving and we can just obviously not get there like fast enough. Right. So there was one point my mom, she was trying to like help me. She's like, just breathe like <laughs> like the shit you see in the, movies. in the movies. And I'm like, mom, shut up. Like, I just couldn't like take any more advice. I'm yeah. like, just shut up. And she's just like so mad at me. So we fucking pull up to Winnie and they have. Did you deliver at Winnie? celebration celebration, yeah so we pull up to like where the drop off is which is kind of long and mind you like it's packed with cars like my sister or my mom barely was able to fit her truck like out of the road Mm. i'm like i can't wait i jump out the car i literally start walking to the front like i can't because juliana wants to go get a wheelchair she's like taking her time like walking up there i'm like no 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 no, no. we gotta go (laughs) well when it's like when you're in active labor i feel like which you definitely were at that moment right yeah it was same because i my it was before 2020 so it wasn't like this crazy there wasn't all these rules where like you could only be with one person or whatever the fuck like i had 13 people i think at one point there was at least 15 people in my room and it just like when it was time for active labor everybody was annoying i was like you all need to get the fuck out my brother was trying to massage my feet and i was like please don't fucking touch me literally my uncle was trying to play music i was like you guys need to go back (laughs) like all the way back to fucking puerto rico because i can't i can't so i feel that yeah one point eric tried to make like a joke like we were in triage he tried to make a joke and like he just knew i wasn't in the mood i didn't respond like nothing and i think he kind of got it and like left me alone but I, I was, yeah, I could not wait. And I think when we pulled up, Eric pulled up, like, right at the same time. <laughs> so they took care of the cars. Like, somebody up front saw me, put me in a wheelchair, and just took me in. Like, I don't know where everyone was at. I'm like, they just took me in. I was already pre-registered. They got me into a room. 
So then eventually I'm in the room. They check me again. I'm six centimeters now having contractions like every two or three minutes or something like that. So she, I'm trying not to like be thirsty for the epidural. Like, so I'm letting them triage me. I'm letting them do whatever. Cause I was never the type, like I'm not getting the epidural. Like, yeah. No, like I'm a fucking getting the epidural. If I feel like having one at that point, I fucking wanted one. So I'm like letting her like do the IV and shit. And finally she's like, um, do you plan on having an epidural? I'm like, yes, ma'am. Like, hundred <laughs> percent. And she was like, um, well, we don't do them in triage. We have to wait till you get a room, and we don't have a room ready. I'm like, so why don't you fucking ask me if I need an epidural? <laughs> yeah. So, um, we're fucking waiting, and she was like, but let me see what I can do, because I was like in legit labor. So the guy ended up coming and giving me the fucking epidural, like right there. And to be honest, like people ask me if it hurt. I don't remember because I just wanted it so bad. I was in so much pain with the labor. Like, I just remember fucking if the epidural hurt. Yeah. Like the needle. Huh. Well, if anybody has that question, anyone listening, I they numb you. Oh, do they? I yeah. Don't, I didn't they even numb know the area. The What's going on? They I'm numb the like, area before sticking you. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Yeah. But um. So they gave me the epidural magic. Two minutes later, I'm chilling. Like it's blissful. It's literally the shit. They're like, your legs are gonna get really heavy. I'm trying to lift my leg. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I think at, at one point it was only one side, so they had to like move me so I get it like on the other side okay. of my leg. But it was fine. Like literally two or three minutes later, I was like, a it worked perfectly. So then we're in triage. The doctor comes in because it was a different doctor that was there that day. Okay. So it wasn't. Any oh, of my your OBs. doctors were busy. Yeah. Okay. And um, but she's with the same group, like the same practice or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just had never met her, but she came in. The midwife came in. Super cool. They're explaining shit to us, and then out of nowhere, fucking like six people come into the room. And they start moving me and like putting oxygen on me. I'm like, what the fuck? And they were like, oh, the baby's heart rate is dropping. Mm. And like, I'm trying to stay calm. Like, I'm not trying to make the situation worse. So they're like moving me, putting oxygen, like looking at all his levels. They're like, we need to get her upstairs. I'm like, here we. And they said I was bleeding like a little more than usual. Okay. And so still trying to remain calm. Have you met my friend Gabby? I went to school with her, black girl. No, I don't think I have. You've definitely seen her at some of my parties, but she works at Winnie. Okay. And so she had come in when I was in there, like in labor, and then she saw him like fucking roll me out of there. I'm like, I love you. (laughs) And so they take me up to their, um, not like a um, high risk floor for like delivery. Okay. So we get up Because of the bleeding? Because of his heart rate. Okay. Yeah. And so... We get up there, they put me in a room or whatever, and I guess when I'm rolled over to one side, his heart rate drops, but when I'm on my other side, he was fine. So they were just monitoring it. It was fine. They checked me again. I was seven centimeters when we got up there. But I mean, I I feel like if I didn't get the epidural, I would have had him super quick. Well, I feel like if you didn't jump out of the car and like (laughs) instead of waiting, it would have been too late for the epidural. (laughs) Yeah, that too. Yeah, too. So once they got me up there, they got me like settled. It was fine. That was probably like around four o'clock when I got up there. And then I was pretty much just chilling like for the rest until he came. I think he was born at like five something in the morning. Um, But yeah, we were just hanging out pretty much. They would come check me every little bit like to see if I was dilating more. I was like going really slow. So they had 
to give me Pitocin. And she was like, towards the end of it, she's like, when you feel a lot of pressure, like towards your butt, like, let me know. Because yeah. I, I had so much epidural, I probably wouldn't feel anything. So I told her, I had called her in. I was like, hey, I'm starting to feel some pressure. She's like, yep, you're at 10 centimeters. It's time to push. I was like, fuck. So in time frame from when you got to the hospital to that moment, how long were you in there? It was probably like 12 hours because I think okay. I had got to Winnie like three or four. And then I started push. I think I pushed for like an hour or something like that so it was probably around 4 4 30 in the morning did they give you the little epidural button like you they could did. release whenever yeah. Okay. yeah they did and then i don't know if i like ran out but the they had to come again because i started to get like back pain mm -hmm. some sort of pain so they gave me more meds and um so then it came time to push and i mean i was tired they asked me for a mirror and i was like no nah, i don't want to <laughs> see anything i'm good i think this time maybe i'll ask for one and if I don't like what I see, I'll just be like, get the shit out of my Put face. it away. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Um, but we'll see. But I was, yeah, I was just trying to focus. They were really good at like guiding me, mm -hmm. I think, through it. And honestly, I feel like I didn't feel much pain through it. I only felt like when he was crowning, like coming. Right. Yeah. And I think the best way to explain that, how it felt for me, you know, when you take your lips and you're like, you feel that stretching? <laughs> yeah. Literally, it's that same feeling in your vag. Oh, wow. Like, okay, yeah. Right? That's the best thing I can compare it to. Like, everything's just stretching. And yeah, so it's absolute max, yeah. And I'm like, please don't tear, please don't tear, please don't tear. <laughs> and so, and it was hard, too, because there were points where I wanted to keep pushing. She's like, okay, take a break. And then she's like, okay, push, 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 That was push, my push. least favorite part. It wasn't as hard, but when he came out, she they were working on her. that was another thing because he wasn't like crying for a little bit mm -hmm. but she was like you didn't tear she was like it's because i guess she was like manipulating or controlling it somehow she okay. was like because you're able to stop and not like just go all the way it helped but yeah so he came they put him on my chest for a little bit he's not crying but they told me they were gonna have the NICU team up there mm -hmm. just because of his heart rate before so they took him out. I'm trying like not to freak out, but obviously I don't hear him cry. Like Eric cuts the umbilical cord. They take him. Eric is over there. And mind you, bitch, the whole time they're like. Do the, the people at the hospital know Eric at all? Or does anybody? Because I know no, you guys are in yeah. the medical field, but no. No, because he, he never worked at Winnie. And what he does now is not really like it's related to more older people like his. Okay. Life. So, no, he didn't know anybody. Our nurse was awesome. Like, mm. she was the shit. The OB was great. The midwife was great. So, I was very happy with, like, the team we had. Um, but they take Lennox, and they're working on him. And I was trying to think about, like, because, you know, the placenta needs to come after. Right. I wasn't even really paying attention because, like... I'm looking over there to where Lennox is at. I'm like waiting to hear him cry and shit. At the same time that they're trying to get your placenta yeah. out. And I remember them putting it like in a bin and shit and taking it away. But I don't remember like much of like that of part. the push. Yeah, because or... like they can push on you and sometimes yeah. it hurts. I don't really remember it being painful. I feel like that push that they gave me was more painful than really? Maddox See, actually coming I, out. Yeah, That's what I hear. Yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of a blur to me. Um, 
And then I just remember, like, the NICU team is trying to work on him. And all I hear is, ma'am, no pictures, please. And my mom's there with the phone, like, trying to be discreet and shit. And first she wanted to film me, like, from this angle, like, Mm -hmm. looking into my soul. And I'm like, no, 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 record from my shoulder. (laughs) They let you record? Yeah. Oh, shit. They let her record, like, the birth. But like while they were okay. working on him, yeah, celebration want... was like no recording until the baby's completely out. Oh, really? Like the last toe has to be out before you can start recording. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. I mean, as far as I knew, I'm pretty sure they saw her recording. She literally ran out of like space in her phone and had to take my phone oh, to start no. taking pictures. <laughs> they uh-huh. like had the baby on me like after like they got him to cry and stuff. They had him on me and we were trying to get him to latch. And she's like, are you okay with her? She's like literally all in my shit. Like, with the... <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, she's fine. Just leave her alone. And um, she does this <laughs> all the time. And so, yeah, that part was pretty scary when they were like, yeah, what was on- up with the no breathing thing? So I guess the doctor, because she was super calm about it, which made me feel calm about it. But yeah. she was like, when he came out, he just had a lot of mucus and stuff in his face. So they're just okay. clearing that out. But Eric said, like, they're working on him. And mm-hmm. he said he was so blue. Like when he tells a story, he'll look at like the bluest thing in the room. and He'll be like, he was like that color. So he was like freaking out about it. But I think it was maybe like, it had to have been like at least five minutes before I started hearing him cry. Yeah, it was fucking. Well, that's cool that the nurse kept her. I'm sure because she probably sees that all the time. She's like, oh, he'll be fine. Yeah, but when it's (laughs) you and it's it's your your baby. baby. Yeah. Yeah. So that was scary, like as fuck. But he started crying. He was fine. Um, I think they said like his heart rate was a little high. So Mm -hmm. he stayed with us until we went into like our recovery room. Yeah. And then he had to go to, it's not NICU. It's like, I think they call it transitions or something Mm -hmm. for like six hours so they can monitor him. And then he came to us afterwards. Um, (laughs) But it's funny because I look at that video and did uh, Maddox have like a cone head? Like when he came out, did you for a little bit, it? yeah, yeah, he Lennox's did. was so bad. Like, thank God I didn't notice <laughs> no, it. No, I have I friends that tell me that their babies the are like no, it was literally like this big, like off of his head. It was so bad. But um, by the time he we like we got him back, it was gone. I remember. So, like I told you, I'm in going to school for nursing eventually and whatever. And in one of these anatomy and physiology classes, when we left the class. A couple of the students were like, why does the baby come out like that? And I'm like, well, you have to think about it. I mean, he has to get through, through the, the fucking canal. canal. Yeah. Um, and I was like, immediately, it just came to my head right in that moment when they asked me. I was like, it's kind of like, you know, when you take a shit and like both ends of your poop is pointy. <laughs> <laughs> like the same thing happens to the baby's head. And they were like, <laughs> mind blown. Like, duh, that makes perfect fucking sense. <laughs> It's true though, literally. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's disgusting, but it's true. Um, not that ladies shit or anything like that. But no, so, do you remember your feelings when he was born? When he was like put on your chest? Did you get emotional? I, were you just more worried about? I think I was, because the first thing, like when he came out, I'm like, he's not crying. So mm-hmm. like that. I felt like that was like kind of put me on edge right away. Yeah. 
And then, but after I heard him cry, I started crying. I felt like that's when I was able to like breathe a little bit and like feel it. But mm-hmm. the rest of the time, I was just trying to stay calm because you already know my mom. Is he breathing? Is he okay? And I'm yeah. like, oh. so she was stressing me out because even like <laughs> while we were waiting for him to come, they have the monitors on me. Mm-hmm. And um, on one side, it shows you like what the rate is. So she kept like getting up to see his heart rate. She's like, it's dropping a little low, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mom, they see the monitors outside. I'm like, go sit down. I didn't even let her get up off the chair because she was starting to stress me out in there. So that was, that was the, like, after I heard him cry, that's when I feel like I was like, okay, like, he's fine. He's, okay. he's good. Yeah. yeah. So that was, a, like, intense for me. Um, But I feel like overall it was a good experience. And it's funny because I think back a lot to your podcast and how you were saying, like, the epidural allowed you to like be in the moment more when like you were actually giving we're good okay (laughs) i was like what is happening it's the knowing (laughs) um yeah like it let me be in the moment more um like yeah you have to focus on birth trying to not focus on the pain right yeah like it let me like be present and not just mm-hmm. think about and how much fucking pain I was. Next door, there was a lady screaming all night because she didn't want the epidural. Oh my god! And then it got to one point the nurse came in and it was quiet next door and she was like, "Yeah, she caved in. She got the epidural." And I'm like, <laughs> "All that to fucking get the epidural, dude." It, I know. I mean, I, God bless that one nurse that was like, "You're not gonna enjoy this if you don't get it." I'm just letting you know because. I went in with the naive mindset where I was like, no, I'm going to try not to do it. So I, I felt the first contraction. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. Cause like, what's the point of waiting? Like, it's only going to get worse. Right. Like, and for me, I think it's, it helps too. Cause my, my, um, labor wasn't like a slowly progressive one. Like it was literally zero to a hundred. So I didn't even have time to think like, well, maybe I can like, Stick this out. By the time I got to the right, hospital, right, I'm like, right. no, 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 no. I'm not built for that natural birth <laughs> stuff. Eric's mom always talks shit. You need to do natural. I'm like, no. no. Power to the people that can. I, ma'am, cannot. <laughs> I know my place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no. sit at it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Okay. So going home. How long were you in the hospital after he was I born? I think we left on Monday because... I had like a fever or something. So they wanted to keep me an extra day, but he was born so early. So I think I stayed till Monday. They wanted to keep me until Tuesday. Um, but they let me like leave early cause I was fine. Okay. So we didn't stay too, too long and we were ready to go by that point. And back home was ready. How were the dogs when you came? The dogs were fine. I was expecting to be like more of a show, mm-hmm. but like, I don't really think they cared too much about him i mean they're fun now but now they just think he's annoying yeah <laughs> so they're kind of over it but i mean they were always good with him that's yeah. good yeah they that's were really good. good with him yeah we had no issues there really um last time you were with us you said you didn't really have like that many kids around and so you probably trusted eric a little bit more with the baby than yourself mm-hmm. How was it coming home that those instincts, do you feel like they just kicked right in? Oh, right in. Even when you don't know what you're doing, like, you just you know. still have instincts yeah. to be like, maybe this is what I should be doing, which is exactly what you should be doing. Right, right. And so, I mean, like I said, I have like my mom at that point. She still lives close, but she was like literally right around the corner. Um, we had a, a lot of support, but 
those first couple of days, I feel like are just so hard. Any whether you're a new mom or not, those first days were so hard. Um, but I mean, they definitely kick in for sure. Yeah, for yeah, Eric the instincts too. kick yeah, in. It was so natural. Um, you also said last time you were in mom groups. Mm. Or you were specifically in a mom group where like all June babies. Did you do that this time around? No, I didn't. But I'm still in that mom group. So now, oh really? Yeah, okay. like people literally always. Did you post, post Lennox when he was born? Or? I did. Like I gave my birth story because everybody was sharing this, yeah. and I felt because people are always asking, "Does the sweep work? Does the sweep mm. like all the time?" We get that. So I felt like my sweep story is super unique because right. I've never heard of it be, like happening that fast for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always like share my sweep story, but yeah, once he was born, I kind of give, gave like a little summary to like what happened Uh and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I used it a lot when he was like young, like the first couple months, Mm -hmm. um, when I had questions about something I would put, it was super helpful. And even to this day, everybody's posting their kids like potty training, like being picky about food. Oh yeah. Cause you guys are all in the same stage. Yeah. Cause all the kids are the same age. So I literally just stay. And I mean, some of the girls are having more babies, too. Okay. And did you ever meet up with anyone from the group or anything like no, that? Girl, I'm so antisocial. <laughs> I am not that type. There's like a like Nona St. Cloud Moms page that I'm on, too. And people are like, who wants to hang out? I'm like, and you're like no, <laughs> I got enough friends. I've just never been that type. Yeah. I've just never, ever been that type. So, no. <laughs> um. Okay. So breastfeeding. Did you breastfeed? Yeah, how'd it go it was difficult um and i was mostly pumping and i think they said it was because like when he was born he wasn't crying so they Mm -hmm. like were working on him so he didn't latch right away um obviously at the hospital when you're there with like the what are they called the lactation consultants it's always easier because they know what the fuck i know they know like all the positions and shit Mm -hmm. but he he wasn't the best at latching. And when we got home, I was able to get him to latch every once in a while, but mm-hmm. not all the time. And then I also wasn't producing enough milk okay. for him to just be like breastfed Full on it, or yeah. breast milk. So we always supplemented with formula. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that for like six weeks. And then one day, Eric's out of town. This was like super early in the morning. It's like five or six in the morning. I wake up to change his diaper. He's probably like six weeks old. And I think Juliana was there. She had slept over because I was by myself. And I go to change his diaper. And as I'm changing him, like I see him take a shit like right in front of me. And there's so much blood in it. Oh, shit. I started flipping the fuck out. Like, OD. But he, the only thing that's kind of keeping me calm is he's fine. Like, yeah. he's just sleepy. Like, wants he's to go not back in to pain bed. or anything. I'm, I wake up Juliana crying, obviously. I call the, um, they have like a 24 hour line for like peds at the doctor's office. So I call them. I'm explaining it to them. They were able to get me in that day to go see the pediatrician. And it ended up being he has, um, well, he had the like milk sensitivity, like allergy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So thank God it was only that. Right. So then after that, girl, I tried to go dairy free and it just did not happen for me. Like To try and breastfeed him? Yeah, to try to keep giving him breast milk. But I'm like, for me, it was too stressful. Just to pump is fucking exhausting. Yeah. Because even if the baby starts sleeping more at night, you still have to wake up and pump to keep up your Mm -hmm. supply. It wasn't enough to give him solely my, like not even close. So I'm like, I think we're just going to put this away for now. Mm -hmm. 
well for forever and then just <laughs> do the breast milk and he did so well on breast milk or on formula, formula. um yeah we put him like on a allergen free one or whatever yeah. the most annoying shit was my mom though because she's like he needs he needs breast milk like i, I think it's just the brazilian culture because they fucking breastfeed their kids until they're like five. Oh, okay and i'm like it's just not working for me like yeah. it's but she made me feel so guilty about it no oh. yeah she's such a bitch I love <laughs> but she was being so and then she would like talk to eric about it and eric's like yo she can't help it like yeah some people if he's not latching she's can, not even producing enough it just wasn't worth my fucking mental like exactly you know, and i try and tell people that all that all the time too because i think because you see all the whole like breastfed is best or whatever the fuck and it's just which is great like i have a a co-worker and she she's kind of the same as me like she i don't think she produces enough but she breastfeeds and she pumps all the time like but she wants to do it like that Mm -hmm. she is dedicated to doing which is different but if it is affecting your mental health is different which is something my brother's sister i mean my brother's (laughs) girlfriend um had problems with it was like she was able to do it but she wasn't sure if he was getting enough and like the fussing and Mm -hmm. the formula and then before he ended up also having like some sensitivity issues so she just was like i can't i'm losing my mind yeah it's like i'm losing more sleep over the breastfeeding thing than the baby actually waking up at night yeah so she gave it up and same thing with my sister with her first with mason she wasn't really able to breastfeed at all, <clears throat> wasn't producing milk, and he wasn't latching. And with Mia, she was able to do it for I the first six name. months. Oh, so. really? Good. Mm-hmm. See, I definitely, I feel like I'll be a little more prepared this time around. Yeah. Um, just because I've kind of done it before with Lennox. Mm-hmm. And I think like his birth had a lot to do with it as far as him like latching right away and all that stuff. So I definitely want to try it again this time around and maybe have a little more luck. But even so, like I have friends now that struggle to get their one plus year old off of their boob. Cause that's all yeah. they want to do. And right. like, I just can't live that life. I, know. I, I, I feel like breast- you have to have a, like a, like a deadline for yourself. Right. Right. And so stick to that. Six months for me is where I would, try to like wean off mm-hmm. um but yeah i had i had so the different. six month goal too and then we got to six months and i was like oh wait that wasn't so bad and i like kind of loved it and Aww. so we went on for almost two years yeah and i mean i would like see like my friends breastfeeding their kids and like i feel like it is a bonding thing that mm-hmm. you get to do with your child so i would get like jealous or just feel like i kind of had that with lennox and yeah. maybe that's why he's such a fucking daddy's boy that's the other thing too people fucking <laughs> lied it's so bad like if what i'm a traitor i literally sent eric pictures like when we're at home and he's cuddling with me because i'm like when you're not home it's not a problem but when you get mm. home he's all about his dad like and everybody's like boys are for mamas he's gonna be such a mama's boy he is not but i mason mason is kind of i mean he is a mama's boy but mostly because his dad isn't around as much as obviously his mom but i feel like mia is really attached to my like she says it she's like we're like bffs really and she feels bad sometimes because she feels like mason's the enemy oh my god (laughs) but he is so oh. jealous of her too so what do you think 
that's gonna be like wait 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 i feel like we're skipping around though i know we need to talk <laughs> some shit about no you're good i'm loving this um we need to talk some shit about lennox oh i'm ready you said He's you had some fuck. shit to talk about so how was the first year so honestly overall he was a good baby like he was sleeping through the night at like 10 weeks like he was he was a really good baby he never really had like colic or like sometimes he'd be gassy but like he was never he never really gave us any not many big complications yeah i think it was after one that like he started walking around and now he has like a little attitude where he's kind of getting (laughs) Uh annoyed (laughs) but i mean i don't know overall he's a good kid i talk a lot of shit but he's he's just you know hitting yeah. but when we had book club and i mm-hmm. pulled him off the stairs he wants to go bite me i'm like you're lucky these people are here <laughs> he does that he bites you it's not often because he knows yeah. he's not supposed to do that and maybe he did that because all of you guys he's were like there. i'm gonna get away with it yeah. yeah but he's he's bit me a couple times one time he slapped me in the face <laughs> that did not go over well you did say you were gonna spank how do you spank do you pow pow we pow pow yeah yeah and i mean it's funny too because if anyone's gonna like give him a little slap it's me like eric i feel like doesn't really yeah yeah he's yeah i feel like it's mostly the the moms that have to get on it yeah yeah um he's like i said he's good for the most part and i try not to like smack him every time or else he'd be he gets smacked up all the time but um no i mean i think I'm definitely more patient. Like, yeah. And I have to understand, like, he's a kid. Like, mm-hmm. and I try to enjoy even the annoying moments because I look at him. I'm like, he's so fucking big. Like, how do I have a two year old right now? I feel like I was just here talking to you, like, uh, pregnant with him, know. you know? And then when it's your kid, you, you know, you're soft. You let them get away with things, too. Right. So for the most part, he's good. He gets away with things. We just yell all fucking day long between him and the dogs. That's like all we do now. What was his first word? dada dada yeah. it's always fucking dada yeah <laughs> yeah now he's now he says like he's been saying mommy a lot it's so cute okay. and then he learned like mama in portuguese which Aww. is so cute but yeah he's that's the once you have kids you just start stressing out about everything because i'm like he's not talking enough like i know and it's like he's only two it's fine and some some people freak out that it's not fine others do like i for I feel like we had a huge speech issue because we did the both languages. Yeah. And so even at three, I felt like he wasn't, he wasn't talking shit. (laughs) Like what is happening? He talks so much now. And I would tell the doctor, like, let's get into some speech therapy. And she was like, no, like he's, you just need to let him be like, don't, you have to remember you're doing all this shit. Mm. And like, he's not gonna just compute it in one year or anything like that so just be patient she's like it's not autism or anything like that and she would tell me like why it's not autism you know that was my thing i'm like oh is it odd because i feel like kids whatever reason there's like you see so many with autism and then because i have i'm lucky too because a lot of our friends like kind of started having baby like uh britney steph gabby like they all mm-hmm. have kids around the same age so you start and even taking them to the little classes you just start comparing, comparing. your kid and i feel like that's the worst and i be, i tell myself that all the time like don't compare him to other I kids know. like because he'll like ava will be doing something and i'm like oh lennox doesn't do that but then lennox will be drinking out of a bottle it's like she doesn't do that and so it's like they're so different you right they're so different that'll like drive you crazy it will sure. it fucking will um 
what are the major differences between year one and year two personality wise like obviously he's walking around running around and stuff like that yeah he just has more of like a person that because at one they're just i don't know they're just babies yeah i feel like you consolidate it into months like month one oh my god he's doing this this and that and then month Mm -hmm. two he's doing all of this yeah i feel like one year was all about like really watching him grow and like because you have to think too like you're still learning to get to know who this baby is Mm -hmm. yeah he came out of me but like i have to know what he likes like his shit you know so i think a lot of that was like learning him and also like how to be a mom and how to do all this shit and Mm -hmm. so that was the big experiences from like him being one and then now that he's two he just they just have their own personalities it's so funny like you think all kids are the same before you have kids yeah and they're really not like they're little minions like i feel like they're minions yeah so he it's just i think the older he gets the more patience because he can get into things and he's not listening and Mm -hmm. running around everywhere and like if he doesn't want to go inside he's gonna fucking throw a fit whereas he wasn't doing that when he was one (laughs) he just picked (laughs) his ass up literally so and he can talk a little more so which sometimes that makes it easier because he'll tell me like what he wants yeah or some things get easier and some things get harder, get harder. yeah but it's fun it's it's fun watching a kid do grow. you think he knows he's about to have a sibling or i don't think have so. you tried to like make him understand yeah like i'll point i'll be like baby like if he's like laying with me mm-hmm. and i was about to say he's like so gentle with my belly but that's not true because he'd be jumping on me but <laughs> Like every once in a while, he'll come and kiss my belly. Like, so I, I don't think so, but I, but I don't know how, you know how kids yeah, sense yeah, yeah. things sometimes. Yeah, maybe you should try like a YouTube video or something. Maybe they have like an animated thing where, I don't know, maybe he'll, his, if he'll catch on. it'll be a quick one. So his attention <laughs> yeah. span will be like, <laughs> yeah. or at least make him think about it. Um, I know with uh, a couple of my friends and my sister who are now on their second child, um they always said like oh my god or at least one of my friends that had a baby before jotty did jotty was just about to have mia she was like you need to watch out for your sister one is one two is a million like you know just like have her back support her a lot which you have the greatest support system in the world i do which is awesome oh yeah for sure um and she's like it's it's just it's a lot it's a lot it feels like a lot more than just two kids. Yeah. Um, how have you been prepping yourself for that? Are you just like, I'm just going to wing it, wing it, let it sure. come as it goes. Yeah. I mean, I have, I, I don't know what to expect. I try to think, I mean, he's been around like little babies mm-hmm. and he's just so nice and gentle and want to kiss babies, but I don't know how he's going to be with a baby every day. Yeah. Crying, you know, and Aww. then getting jealous and, so I don't know how that's going to be. Um, I've been watching Brittany a lot because yeah. she's kind of going through it right now. And um, I mean, they seem to get along fine. So I, I'm hoping Lennox will be just as nice. That's but good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's, it's just hard because I feel like I can't communicate exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of watching him to see how he reacts. His behaviors. 
how he reacts to everything. Um, I think I think it would be fine. Though. Yeah. Yeah. How is he when cool. there's like newborn babies around? He's so or, good. Yeah, he's yeah, good. He'll go over there. He like looks in like mm. the little car seat and he'll go like this, like touches them. It's like they know to be gentle. Yeah. So Maddox weird. loves being a big brother to his little sister. Oh. I don't know if I've said that on the podcast, but my baby dad has another baby mama <laughs> and they had they had a baby girl How and is she? she is about to be a year old oh, and so she, yeah, like two baby. months Aww. so she's a baby baby and Maddox loves it That's so cute. he loves it so much whenever they go like if he goes over there and they for some reason don't go and see the baby or the mom's busy or whatever it is like he, he comes back home so upset about Aww. it like That's he so looks for me for answers and I'm like I'm not about that life. So I, you, you need to call. You want to call your dad like, yeah. and ask him about like, I don't know, maybe they can three way FaceTime or something. But he comes devastated Aww. because he loves his little sister. Yeah, yeah. he loves it a lot. Oh, I'm curious to see like how the dynamic will be like between him and a little sister because um, Brittany is like two boys. I right. feel like you can kind of see how boys mm-hmm. would get along. But I feel like girls and boys can sometimes be different i have an older brother but he was six years older than us so we never like growing up we're always in different pages Mm -hmm. like i was in middle school he was like graduating from high school so we had nothing to fucking talk about ever um so yeah i mean i think it'll be it'll be good it will be good i mean either way he's gonna have to come around (laughs) (laughs) she's not going anywhere Okay, so let's get into the second pregnancy then. Okay, yeah. Um, how did you find out? We know with Lennox, you were just like randomly scanning yourself and you saw the little black dot. <laughs> Literally, bitch, the same. Shut the fuck up. I swear. It's- <laughs> but okay, were you guys trying the second time? Not really. So I was kind of trying to time it because I think on the last podcast too, I said I would rather them be close like an age. In age, yeah. So I was telling Eric, I had the same Nexplanon shit in and I was like, I think I'm going to take it out. And he was like, do what you want to do. But like, I'm pulling out. Like he said he, he didn't want ready. another one yet. Okay. But I was like, I'm going to take it out though. He's like, do what you want to do. And then, so I take it out. I come <laughs> home with no birth control and he's like surprised. And I'm like, I fucking told you I was going to take it out. And so we weren't necessarily, we were kind of doing the same thing. Like yeah. in the beginning, like not necessarily if happens, trying. It happens. If it happens, it happens. Like who knows how long it's going to take. Yeah. Get my first period, get my second period. Don't get my, like literally the same exact <laughs> shit. Uh-huh. And so I'm at work. Um, It's probably like a couple days late. I'm like, I'm not pregnant. Cause I'm not having like the sword, like the, it wasn't the same, I guess. Yeah. And I'm like, is that a little black dot? <laughs> and the same thing. I go to the fucking store. I buy a pregnancy test, bring it back to work. And I'm like, I'm fucking pregnant. That was a black dot. Yeah, that was a black dot. <laughs> and so this was like, in fact, we literally had just moved into that house. I think we closed the like new one. January 20 something. And I found out, I told him on Valentine's Day, I found out like a week before. And literally, yeah. So I found out the same. I took deja vu. I took my birth control out six weeks later. I was pregnant. Oh my god! Same exact thing. And it was funny too because I was trying to think like when it happened, and I'm pretty sure it was the last night in our old house. We had fucked like the last night before we moved, and I'm pretty sure like that's when he was she was conceived. Conceived. Um, where was Lennox conceived in the same house? 
He was. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's how I found out perks to the job. How did you tell him this time around? So it was right before Valentine's Day. And I was like, I'll just tell him like on Valentine's Day, make it mm-hmm. special. But I was feeling like super sick. Like I was sleeping with Lennox one time upstairs and I woke up in the middle of the night. I was just throwing up, throwing up, throwing oh up. Oh my God. But then Lennox got really sick. So he was like, we all got sick. Okay. Like, just all of us as a family started to get fucking <laughs> sick. So I'm like, maybe he won't know. He won't he notice. had asked me, he's like, are you pregnant? Like over the phone, he asked me. I was like, I'm not fucking pregnant. I was like, I scared myself already. I'm not pregnant. But and at that point you had known you I were. I had known, okay. Yeah. And I thought I could get away with it because, like, Lennox was really sick, too. And so um, Valentine's Day comes around and Lennox kind of screwed it up because I gave him the test and he's just walking around the house. I'm like, (laughs) give it to daddy. And so he gives it to Eric and he's like, I fucking knew it. (laughs) He just, I guess Uh. he just knew. But I guess we had talked about it and um he was like, it was really good timing. Like he was happy. Yeah. He said that cause I had told him I wasn't and he was talking to his mom. He was like that. He was kind of disappointed cause he, oh, yeah, he was saying that the it table's was, turned. I know. <laughs> and that pull out thing only worked. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, so it worked out. It worked out really well. It was just the one thing, the timing that was off was that we did move, just move into the house. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there was so much shit to do. I feel like there's still so much. Shit to and do you're like, I'm house. pregnant. I can't pick that up. Literally. <laughs> and I was so much sicker this time around. Really? I felt okay. Way worse. And the thing is, too, like, you're not just pregnant. Like, you're mm-hmm. pregnant with a fucking toddler. So right. I can't nap when I want. Like, I nap I when he naps. And like, that was probably the hardest part. Like, was just trying to run after him, being tired. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) He would see me throw up in the toilet so much. And I have, like, the little bags at the hospital that they give you. I would just take them from work and keep them in my car because I was always throwing up in my car. Oh, my God. That bad. Yeah. And um, so it got to the point he would see, like, these bags around the house and just pretend. He'd be like, ah. (laughs) Pretending to be me and shit. So even now, like, this morning, same. You're still throwing up. Yeah. And you are... Um, 30 weeks 30 weeks so 10 more to go yeah so it's not an everyday thing but like the morning sickness never went away huh whereas with lennox it did okay yeah and then the pregnancy itself has it been pretty normal yeah nothing I mean, outside of no like i said i feel bigger a little yeah. bit maybe it's just in my head and i've just heard that for so long you always get bigger with the second with one. the second one but everyone's like no like you look fine yeah oh. well even the other day when i was at your house i thought to myself i was like she looks her belly looks smaller than it did oh, with thanks. lennox yeah i feel like lennox was just out there and she's like she i feel like with her she popped out of nowhere like i would okay. go to work and they're like you didn't have like you weren't showing last week and now like you have a belly <laughs> do you feel like you were able to like i don't know everyone i guess like stresses themselves out about their body and stuff like that were you able to get yourself back into like shape or you know whatever you felt like was shape for you or comfortable back in your body after lennox before getting pregnant again i did um i think it took some time and it's funny too because i always think like i never went back like a hundred percent yeah but there were times where like, oh, I didn't feel like great. And then mm-hmm. um, I'll see a picture of myself like on his first birthday. I was like looking at videos. And I'm like, I looked fucking great. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> like, I looked fine. Yeah. 
So I did feel like I was able to kind of get my body back a little bit, but it was always the second pregnancy that like worried scared me. you a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Um, I asked because I have a client that's pregnant and she was talking about how it is, this is her first pregnancy and she's talking about how the thing that she hates the most so far and she just announced like a couple <laughs> of weeks ago um that she went to work after she announced and immediately everyone's like I think you're having this because this is the way you're carrying your weight oh, and this and that God. and she's like I feel like my body hasn't even changed that much I just have like the little you know that little beer yeah. belly thing and like everyone's like making comments about her body and she's like I just I hate that part like I everyone's know. talking about what they think I'm gonna have because of how I'm carrying and I'm like it's temporary literally it is and I I think I, I struggle with it more this time mm-hmm. around just because I feel like I said I feel like I'm bigger not every morning I wake up and I'm like is there a stretch mark I have like one <laughs> stretch mark here I'm like please don't fucking give me any more so like I do kind of worry about it, I think more so this time around but the first time too it's difficult yeah. and especially like the first couple <laughs> So I got home from the hospital. My mom and my uncle and Juliana were waiting for me at the house. Mm -hmm. And my uncle's like, what? You still have a belly. I'm like, you motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to slap this motherfucker. Like, seriously, I fucking gave You still have a belly too, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, it's it's a lot to adjust to and not only yeah. like looking at yourself, but all the hormones and then you're not sleeping. So then you're even more negative and tough on yourself. Right. So. Right. I was kind of telling her how it's also nice. You have someone that's like completely in love with you, mm-hmm. especially you. Cause you have been with this person for Ever. a long time in <laughs> yeah. your life. Um, you have seen each other go through all the changes. Whereas I was having a baby with a stranger and mm-hmm. I didn't realize like, how like not materialistic what's the word like superficial I guess like kind of he looks at women not in a bad way I'm not like talking shit about him I'm just and he can admit that he'll admit that about himself where I was like he was not attracted to any of the pregnancy stuff and I was very I I was looking at it like open-minded I was like oh my god I'm so peaceful and like when I after giving birth I was like I mean, obviously, it looks a little crazy. She looks like (laughs) those oatmeal cookies. (laughs) But um, I was still looking at it like it was so beautiful. Like, to me, it was truly beautiful. So having somebody that was like, "Mm, that is not that beautiful, (laughs) kind of fucked me up because I I was like fighting my own feelings about it because somebody was like, yeah, you know, So so it's nice. It is temporary. And I, you know, you just have to this is their home for right now (laughs) like it's not your house it is not your body for the time being Mm -hmm. but it does become your body again and yeah and it uh, it just takes time too and I tried to like before like having him and giving birth like I tried to be aware of those things so that when I do get caught in like those negative thoughts be like okay this is temporary and then I'm asking myself like well what are you doing to like get your body back you know what I'm saying like go on a fucking walk like stay you know, active yeah one way or is, another even if it's a little bit yeah and i mean it's obviously hard to do with a kid but mm-hmm. at the end of the day like you have to kind of take 
those things into your own hands oh it's hard even even now that maddox is six years old i it's still a challenge to like try and get a workout in or whatever the fuck like it's it's not gonna stop being hard (laughs) from here on out did you face any um postpartum depression i did um and i remember we were talking about this on the first podcast and i was listening to it and i think like when i was talking about it saying like just me being aware that it's a thing Mm -hmm. like helped me a lot because i could catch myself in those thoughts like and say your feelings are valid but this is temporary like i had a lot of friends i felt like i could kind of like share my feelings with and they're like oh i went through the same thing yeah it's totally normal i went to um like at a checkup at the doctor's she's like so how's everything and just I just started fucking crying in her office. (laughs) It was so embarrassing. But she's like, this is so normal. Like, everyone goes through it. Like, she was super understanding. She had kids Mm -hmm. and stuff. So I think just being aware that it's normal, you're going to go through it. Like, lean on the people that are around you. Because I feel like there are some women that kind of hold those things in. And I feel like that literally only makes it worse. Oh, it breaks you. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, super vocal about what I go through. But if I am feeling a certain type of way i try Mm -hmm. to like lean on like my friends who have gone through it um so that's always been helpful but i have such a great like support system around me Mm -hmm. like if i need a break i feel like i can fucking get one yeah you know what i'm saying so that always helped a lot and it's just hard because i feel like you go into it and you think there's all these expectations like to be a mom you have to be with your kid 24 7 and like I feel like, no, you need, like, you time, too. You oh, know? 100%. And it's so hard to get that sometimes without feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. Like, you know you're not doing anything wrong, but I'm like, fuck, like, <laughs> should I not be, like, getting my toes done right now? <laughs> like, it's the worst fucking feeling. So. I know, that's why, like, I was telling you the other day, it's kind of nice having split homes for things <laughs> because I get that guarantee, like, half the week is just me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was telling Honey... We were talking about baby stuff, not that we're planning on having a baby, but I was telling yeah. him how if we ever did, we need to break up. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not doing a single home family. Like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, the, the breaks are nice. But yeah, you have a lot of people around you. You yeah. can just send his ass off. <laughs> Thankfully. And I remember like we were talking about like being nervous about leaving him like with my mom mm-hmm. or with Eric and like were you nervous at all the first girl, time bye <laughs> I dropped that kid off and I'm out and I think it's just because I I can trust like I really trust yeah. my mom with him like Eric is a better mom than me sometimes yeah. like he's he, in good hands yeah, yeah. like but then I think about dropping him off to like pre-k and I literally will Oof. start crying if I think about it because I did a pre-k with cameras oh see that's what i would yeah. need like yeah. i would need it was expensive like, but worth worth the mental i that's <laughs> sanity i don't know if i'm gonna be able to take him i might have to sit in the car and let eric go because i'm gonna be like thinking about it makes me cry yeah. like because i feel like in my mind like i'm leaving him with strangers like mm, that's what it feels yeah. like and he's never been in a like that type of situation where i drop him off and he doesn't know anybody yeah so then he's gonna be freaking out oh it's just not good so that like that makes me nervous because we've never had to put him in daycare but to ease that 
nervousness a little <laughs> bit you do get kind of like an open house or right. like you know what I mean so you get yeah. to like know the teachers or you can send him not send him but like be there for a day with him to just do the daycare portion like of it see yeah. how he um but kids are so adaptable they are a lot yeah. more than we give them credit for yeah and Maddox adjusted pretty well I thought he was gonna cry his first day he didn't he, he actually did. cried like a week later like the second week um, he cried and i was like what's going on in here <laughs> I'm, oh, like, I'm watching the cameras so i don't true. know why you should be great <laughs> um but i that was like the only time and then for kindergarten he cried a little bit like he was trying to like be a big oh, boy about it but like his eyes were watery, watery. his nose was like sniffly yeah <laughs> oh. and he was a little bit emotional going to uh to kindergarten so this year's first grade, we'll see how how it goes. He seems excited, but also he doesn't think that like summer break ends. Oh, so he thinks like forever. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> like, you know, you go to back to school next. No, we're in summer, and I'm like, that yeah, summer's <laughs> ending, buddy. Like Aww. we're going back to school, and he's like, yeah, but we're still in summer. <laughs> I'm Aww. like, okay, you enjoy it as much as you can. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost up. Aww. Um, pregnancy's going good. Do you have any different delivery plans? Like, is your bag? Is your <laughs> My bag, bag made? will be packed <laughs> way in advance. That's that's what I tell everybody too. I'm like, pack your bag. Um, but no, I mean, I feel like overall, I feel like I had a really good experience with mm -hmm. Lennox. Like, besides like him not breathing, obviously, but overall, I felt like it was really good. I yeah. had, and people they're like well where did you deliver and people always ask but i feel like it really doesn't matter as long as you have like a good nurse taking care of you and you like your like medical staff yeah so i feel like i had a really good team with me like my mom was there eric so i felt like it was a really good experience i'm kind of going into it with the same mindset it just scares me because i had such a good experience i don't want a shitty one yeah and the good thing is I hear like the second one just kind of slips out of you. Oh, <laughs> so love that. I'm, I'm hoping. Um, <laughs> she just comes right out. Literally. Yeah. So do you have a name this time around? No, we don't. Still? What's the what's holding you guys back from naming her? Eric. Yeah. I've given him so many solid names and he does. Like, what are your top two? Um. So my first like name that I really wanted was Gianna. Like, oh, I've always love loved that. Gianna. Yeah. And then I like Selena too. Mm -hmm. um, he did. It's funny because I'll be like, "What about Gianna?" He's like, "There was a girl in like high school that was really annoying. I just can't." And then so now it's like all these names belong to really annoying girls. I'm like, "Who are these girls?" Yeah. I went to the same high school. Like I don't know who the fuck you're talking <laughs> yeah, who about. Who the fuck? Pull her up on Facebook. <laughs> Pull the yearbooks out. I got a couple. <laughs> yeah. And um, so we yeah. And with Lennox, it was really hard to think of a name. It just got to. A, but you had it before he was born. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he was like reading off a list, and he was like, "What about Lennox?" And I was like, "I like Lennox." He's like, "Me too." And I'm like, "We're mm. done. Like it's Lennox, and we're not going to talk about the shit." Anymore. Yeah. Um. So yeah, not yet. We're still waiting. Has he thrown any names out? He said Erica, but I don't think he likes the name. I think it's just because it would be because Eric and Erica. Yeah. yeah. And so I even tried to work with that because for me, like I kind of, 
even with Lennox, I wanted a name that you could pronounce in Portuguese, and Lennox yeah. is not Portuguese friendly, I know. like at all. Yeah, same with Maddox. So I want to have something that's like translates a little easier, and I like the idea of having Anna somewhere in it because my okay. grandma's Anna, my mom's Anna Zoma, mm-hmm. Juliana. So I was like, well, if you like Erica, we can do Ariana and just spell it E-R-I-A-N-A and like mash it together. Like, and it's not crazy sounding. It's just the spelling's like unique. Right. Nah, I don't like it. (sighs) Ericana. (laughs) (laughs) So I just, yeah, I don't know. When people ask me about the name, I'm like, ask Eric. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Because I want to name her. I, I love call her Gianna, something. though. I do, too. I love Gianna. I've always loved that name. That's such a cute name. Yeah. So whoever's annoying out there. I don't know, Eric. Gianna thing. sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> yeah. So we're still working on that part. Okay. So you said you were hoping that the second one was going to be a girl and then you'd be done. Mm-hmm. Are you sticking to that? Are you done after this one? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I love the idea of... Like you're going as far as tying the tubes after? I don't think I'll tie my tubes. Mm -hmm. I think Eric is a little more... Like more open to the idea of a vasectomy. After having Lennox and like knowing he doesn't want a million kids. (laughs) Because he's annoying. So... And then every time I see like a TikTok where like a guy goes and gets a vasectomy and it's so easy. They're literally in and out in 20 minutes. Dude, it's crazy. I beg honey for one all the time. I'm like, please, we really don't want one. We like fantasize about it. But like when it comes down to it, he's never really wanted to be a dad. And I'm like, I'm good with my one. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just so much easier for them. Yeah. Versus like getting your tubes tied. A whole ass surgery. Yeah. So, and I mean, it could always be like reverse. I mean, tubes tied, you can get them reversed too, but then that's a whole other surgery. Right. And like, I just feel, I'm sure right after I'll get back on birth control. Mm -hmm. Um. Because I like the idea of a big family. Like, it sounds fun. It sounds fun when you think of a big family and the kids are older. Like, 16 and self-sufficient and can wipe Mm -hmm. their own ass. But when you have fucking five kids under 10, like, no, I need my life back. Um, After having Lennox, did you miss your belly at all? I did, yeah. I missed my belly. and But now that I'm pregnant again, I'm, like, so ready to not be pregnant. (laughs) But I am trying to tell myself to enjoy it since it likely will be the last time. Yeah, and yeah. like when she kicks, I try to like enjoy it too. And that's like mm. the best part. I think I said that with Lennox too. So the but, kicks are the best. Yeah. They are so like reassuring. I remember if there was like, mm-hmm. especially when you feel them all the time where yeah. it's like, you know, the, it's the space is limited in there mm-hmm. and you feel every single one of their little movements. Mm-hmm. Anytime I'd go more than like an hour, I'd be like, knock, knock, like who's home? Yeah. You know? And sometimes it's hard, like just working in ultrasound because I work in the ER. So anytime there's something wrong, people come in. Mm-hmm. So we get, I mean, I see a lot more like first trimester demise just because that's more like common in pregnancies for it to yeah. happen in the first trimester. But with this pregnancy, I had a patient come in. She was like almost 21 weeks and like she's about to like deliver this baby. And there's nothing they can do for that. Like yeah. it's too young. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just so hard for me because like the baby was perfect heartbeat, everything measuring like perfect. And I'm like, she's about to lose this baby and it was her first kid that's crazy yeah and sometimes that shit just happens so any that, little it does thing, happen any little thing like with my pregnancy i'm like is it this is it yeah that? just because i've seen some of that stuff at work no my man's um brother he's going through it right now his little baby's in the nicu as oh, we speak no. and it's the second time with the first one he was born at seven months thankfully enough time where yeah. they can deliver 
Um, but he was born at seven months. And so he spent like a week or two in the NICU. And then now second time around with a little baby girl. Same exact thing. The last time, though, the baby was healthy and it was more so like a mom complication. Mm -hmm. So they had to, you know, deliver. This time around, they went for a normal checkup just like the last time. And they noticed that there was fluid in the baby's lungs. Mm. So they had to deliver. They tried draining, waiting a couple of days. They ended up having to drain again. Yeah. Waited a couple of days and it filled back up. So then they just, they were like, no, 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 let's just get her out. At least they caught that, you know. Back in the day, like, you just don't see it and, you know. Especially now that I feel like. I don't know how many sonograms you get, but I feel like they limit them now. Yeah, I think normally you get like your first one to confirm. Yeah. And then you have the one at like 20 weeks, your anatomy scan. And usually they don't like if everything's good, I don't think you even get scanned again. Because I feel like with Maddox, almost every time I went to the doctors, we got ultrasounds. Oh, really? Yeah. And then when it was my sister's turn... They told her they only do two, like any other one. She would have to go to like a third party company yeah, and, like, and do it that way. Yeah, I think normally it's two. I think with Lennox, I had one at 36 weeks because he had like a little bit of fluid in his kidney, which mm-hmm. was I kind of knew that was normal. And then <laughs> my last appointment, you know, when they measure your belly, mm-hmm. he said like I was measuring like a little like a week ahead. So he was like, mm-hmm. maybe we'll do a scan at 36 weeks just to make sure like she's not too big. Yeah. God, please. No. <laughs> and um, so I think they I might get another one at 36 weeks. But I mean, okay. I see her all the time. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. But yeah. You scan yourself all the time. The old like the bigger I get, the less I scan just because it's harder to see things because she's getting bigger. Yeah. But, like younger for sure. I always go Aww. and check. And yeah. that's true. I guess you can just do that yourself. <laughs> at least once a week I'm on your downtime at work yeah, literally. um how do you have like a bunch of girly stuff being set up are you doing the hand-me-downs so I it's still weird to think that I'm having a girl like I because I thought I was having a boy like I literally thought with Lennox I had boy dreams I just had like a feeling it was a boy okay. and then this time around I felt sicker because people always said girls make you sicker but mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel like I was OD sick so I was like I still think it's a boy like I had a boy dream and everything and then a couple weeks before my gender reveal I had a girl dream and I was like oh well maybe it's a girl I just I had no but I still was like kind of team boy just because everyone else was team girl and I'm like I don't want to yeah. experience that like gender disappointment disappointment <laughs> And so, and plus I was just so used to having Lennox. I said, if it's a boy, it'll be easier. Like right. I was going to put them in the same room. We wouldn't have to buy a bunch of shit. Like, cause he already has a bunch of clothes, like in bags. His old right. stuff. And you so, kept a lot of his stuff. Yeah. So nice. I kept a lot of it and then found out it was a girl. I was in shock. I was so happy. <laughs> I was so, so happy. Um, but I was in shock and I've tried to like do shopping, but uh-huh. I just get overwhelmed. I can't do it. I don't know why. Like it hasn't hit me that it's a girl. Yet. Why the I fuck think... is there so many cute things for the girls? And I feel like it's already so much with the boys. Like I remember going through Lennox's things before he was born and it's all these like little hats and like everything's so little. And now yeah. you have to add bows and all this other shit to it. Hair like ties. Yeah. everything. So uh, it's just a little overwhelming and I feel like it hasn't hit me now. I've tried well, to, you're having a girl. <laughs> me and Juliana went to TJ Maxx. Max, and we fucking go to the girl aisle and we start looking we're both crying because we're so happy and i'm like i can't do this we gotta get out 
so eric's mom has bought her some stuff um i've gotten like a couple things britney's bought her some things too so we have some stuff but i haven't personally bought anything have you are you doing a nursery yeah Yeah. she's gonna have her own room i bought like the wall like this really pretty wallpaper it's just weird like pink things (laughs) i'm like still getting used to it it's i know i really wanted a girl before i knew maddox was gonna be a boy but after knowing he was a boy and after having him like it is so much easier just because there's not that much (laughs) to choose from (laughs) yeah like it is so much easier i feel like it's just you know what i fucking learned the other day that freaked me out Mm. i guess like newborn baby girls have vaginal discharge like Oh, shut the fuck up. I swear, I was watching a TikTok. Oh, I'm going to have to ask my sister all about this. Yes, I was watching a TikTok and it was like the doctor teaching the dad like how to change her diaper. Uh-huh. And she was like, remember, you always have to wipe down. Because with boys, when they shit, you wipe you, whatever. Yeah, you the just get it off. To yeah. get it clean. <laughs> Hose them down. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But with a girl, you can't wipe up into their vag. Right. Like everything has to be done a certain way. And yeah. she's like, yeah, that's vaginal discharge. That's completely normal. And so I brought that up to Dawn. I was like, huh. what the fuck? She was like, yeah, I was so freaked out. She had to have like her sister clean up Ari because she like couldn't handle it either. And so I'm like, Eric is never going to want to change a fucking diaper. I, I already know. Well, my sister has made me change uh, Mia's diaper a few times. And the first time freaked out. Like I yeah. was like, what is this? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> like little mean. Krabby Patty. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> and like, oh my god! You know, you have to also get in there. It's not like yeah. you know, you have to. It's a different experience. I was like, how? What about when she poops? Like, because Maddox's poops, like it was all over his Everywhere. junk. Yeah. So like does the poop not go in there but you also can't wipe up but it's also like already in there like i'm not sure (laughs) what is happening yeah that i don't that see that part of it's gonna be so new like yeah yeah i just feel like it's a lot to learn (laughs) it is a lot with the boy i was almost excited because i was like it'll just be easier like yeah because i already got rid of a lot of his baby clothes now that i know Mm -hmm. i'm having a girl like i'm not gonna need a lot of this stuff so I got rid of a lot of his old things. So I feel like it's just going to be like another learning curve when I thought I kind of knew what I was <laughs> yeah. doing already. So I mean, but I'm excited because I wanted a girl first too. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I was like, it's going to be so cute. Like yeah. watching Eric with a girl like, and he has like, he's such a sucker for Lennox. I can't imagine. Like, oh, he's going to be girl. with the girl. Um, yeah. I just wanted a girl because I also, I'm the oldest, and I thought like being the oldest as a girl is kind of special. Cool. It's different. I, yeah, I literally thought the same. So I was like, if the second one's a boy, like it'll be fine. And like, for some reason, like I never had the feeling of, I wish I had a big brother. Like no, I loved being the boss of all of them. <laughs> of I still everybody. love being the boss of yeah. everybody. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's really awesome. Yeah, I always thought older sisters were cool too. I always thought, you know, what? it's so stupid, but you know the show Even Stevens. Yes. Ren? Yeah, like Ren. Older one? <laughs> Dude, I had like a full on crush on her just because <laughs> I wanted to be just like I'm like she's so cool, she's so smart. <laughs> yeah. So I always like see that'll be like the dynamic, like the cool older sister and the nerdy Did Lennox do Coco Melon? I know last time you were here, you did not <laughs> no, know. I remember Coco when Melon I was. said that, I literally started <laughs> laughing in the car when I heard that again. I'm like, oh my God, how did I not know what Coco Melon is? Sometimes I... <laughs> now you can't imagine life without Coco Melon. I try to think of my life like before having a kid. I'm like, it's crazy. I just used to be able to get up and leave the house. Yeah. Like, and I didn't have to ask permission or get like a fucking million other things to come with me. Like now I just stay home or I'll be like, mom, can you watch them? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's much easier that way. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely know what Coco Melon is, though. 
<laughs> you you won't forget it now. No. Does he still do Coco Melon at this Not stage? Not really. No. Every once in a while, like he'll open up his iPad. He loves Wheels on the Bus, oh, so yeah. he'll always play that song from Coco Melon. But I try I try to do more movies so that I can watch with him too. Um, are you getting special pregnancy treatment this time around, like you were last time? Do you feel like you were more spoiled the first time around, and this time they're like, yeah. get over it? <laughs> I'm still spoiled um, a little bit, but I think now because Lennox is here, he gets a lot of the attention too. So they're not as worried about me being pregnant. Yeah. But I mean, I still do like at work and stuff. And my mom's always feeding me a bunch of shit. So. Is Eric any different this time around with the pregnancy? Um, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. We just we're both so busy with Lennox. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have time to think about anything else. But. I know last time you were pregnant, he was like either in between a couple jobs or something like yeah. that. So you guys weren't fucking as much. How are you fucking this time? <laughs> I feel like it's even less now with Lennox because yeah. we're so fucking tired. <laughs> yeah, it's like and then I feel it's hard because I I try to compare this pregnancy with the last one and it's just so hard to remember Lennox's pregnancy Mm. but I feel more tired I know he's more tired because he so when Lennox was born he had just he started working for Phillips but then he got promoted again within Phillips so now he's he just has more of like a like responsibilities in his role I guess he's like a manager now so I know he's kind of been like really focused on his job too so I mean we have sex, but I feel like it's even less than before. <laughs> yeah. Like, all the stars have to fucking align. There has to be a full moon outside. Yeah, right, right. Um, but, I mean, I feel like we're just so tired. Do you feel more comfortable in your pregnant body having sex this time around than you did last time? I feel like as far as, like, just being naked type of comfortable. Yeah. I feel okay. Like, mm-hmm. I feel fine that way. It's just, like being comfortable during sex is hard it's hard oh my god i can't really be on my back anymore like right limited positions yeah so i mean it's just (laughs) i can't breathe most of the time (laughs) that's a kink you know (laughs) (laughs) and so i mean yeah sex is still there it's just it's definitely different yeah i'm already like looking forward to sex afterwards yeah to normal sex because I can't even have like fun lit drunk sex. Like, right. Uh, that's the best. Oh my God. Yeah. So. Um, did Eric, how did Eric do waking up at night? Did Cause I know he was like working overnights yeah. last time. Yeah. So he would still like get up. Um, he still definitely got up and helped. We had a good routine cause he was training from home for a couple weeks after yeah. the baby was born. So he would get up really early and do his like, first half of his training and then by the time he like got his first break he would come take the baby from me so i could nap so he was super super supportive um like i said he's like a better mom than me sometimes Mm -hmm. he's really really great with lennox and i feel like we never fight about like i change more diapers than you like it's It's a good teamwork like we never argue about like somebody slacking with Lennox I feel like we just know kind of when to like do shit around the house Mm -hmm. and so thank god we work really well like that way um yeah how has your relationship changed since becoming parents (sighs) I don't know it's hard to do you feel closer 
I do. Yeah. I feel a lot closer to him. And it's just different watching him with Lennox and like seeing what a good dad he was. And I knew he was going to be a good dad, but yeah. like he's far exceeded like any expectation I had Aww. of him. Just be, yeah. Like he. Do you feel more in love with him? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not like anytime I want to go out or like, hey, is it cool if I go to the. Because now I have to ask him permission, right? <laughs> so he can watch the baby. Dad. Yeah, literally. And, um,. It's always like, yeah, go, like, don't worry about it. If I want to go to the, like, it's never an issue. Like, yeah. so he's been super supportive. He loves hanging out with Lennox. Like, he's just super involved. And I, that's why I'm excited to see him with the girl. He's yeah, like, I, I wonder know. what that's going to be like. He's like, I don't know if I have enough love for another baby. I'm like, yeah, well, just That's wait. another thing I tell Honey, too, where I'm like, I don't know how to split my love. And I guess you don't have to split it. You just grow another <laughs> I feel, another limb of it. Yeah, I I feel like I would because I've heard that before. And I feel like I would have struggled with that more if I was having another boy. OK, but I feel like because it's a girl, like it's she's going to have her type own of type of attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like even at the gender reveal, because everyone's like team girl, team girl. So like it made me feel bad. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to be team boy, because yeah. nobody was fucking team boy. And then what if it's a boy? Like, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And Lennox is obviously always going to be the first, but I feel like she'll be the first girl. Mm -hmm. And girls are just different. So right. I feel like I don't really struggle with that thought as much. Mm -hmm. But I hear people say it all the time. Um. Yeah, no, with the girls, different. Like, Maddox was the first baby, but once Mia came along, it was oh, like... that's right. We kicked Maddox right off that <laughs> How do Mia and Mason get along? They get along pretty well They're now. like two years... How far apart are they? Yeah, they're two years, two years apart. Um, the first time she was brought home he was not happy at uh, all and i have to have my sister come and tell this story yeah, you do. but um he was completely jealous of her oh he didn't understand God. why mom was holding a baby like oh why God. can't you hold me yeah because you he, when they're that little you can't really explain. right and then my sister of course you know all the hormones after having a baby <sighs> and all the shit you start googling shit yeah all this psychological um like video psychology videos yeah. on youtube and all this shit and it was like um she she came up with her own diagnosis of it's called like first child syndrome or something mm -hmm. like that and so the thing that freaked her out the most was that one day he was just like crying would Aww. not stop crying woke up crying would not nap like would just wanted to cry you tried to like hold him he like don't touch me yeah. i just need to cry and he wanted to cry in a corner where everybody could see him Aww. and so he literally like put himself in timeout like in the corner put his face in the corner and just like That's so <laughs> just like cried 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 so the first i want to say like two months he was very jealous of her and then after it was like She's easy. not going anywhere. Right. He realized, you know, it's like, okay, this is a part of the family, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's much better now. And now he's at the point where, like, if she cries, like, mommy, Mia, like, you Aww. know, get to her. Like, he's three yeah, now, right? he's three. Um, he'll, like, yeah, he, like, doesn't want her crying or he tries to figure out why she's crying. Mm. And when it's the three of them together, like Maddox, Mason, and Mia. Uh -huh. Mia's the queen of the fucking world. Aww, the so boys cute. are like playing and she sits on the couch and like just stares at them play. <laughs> That's so cute. Now that she's a year old, she kind of wants to like start 
like playing and she gets a little frustrated that she can't run around with them but no they treat her like she's the queen and they're so sweet to her mia's obsessed with maddox like she has a huge crush on him on facetime like her face like lights up she's so excited to see maddox but maddox is just really good with babies probably because of his relationship with mason oh true and then now his little sister and mia and all this stuff so he loves babies and babies love him oh he is good because when he was with um lennox and ava yeah i was like i don't know if a six-year-old's gonna want to play with two like (laughs) annoying ass no he loves that shit yeah if anything they were beating up on him i felt bad yeah (laughs) no and he loves that shit so well it's funny now because i feel like maddox now that he's six he's got this like big boy attitude that i don't know where the fuck it came from and he he is getting a little bit bossier and like he's tata telling and i'm not oh trying to hear that God. shit yeah, right. <laughs> i'm like bro figure it out <laughs> like, go. and so when we were at your house and he'd be like but he hit me and i'm like <laughs> it was a little tap like it was a baby yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. and the thing is like it's hard too because i could be like lennox don't hit but like he doesn't really know what Understand, i'm talking about most right. of the time so yeah yeah we tell maddox you just have to teach him you have to teach him right. how not to do it yeah. and so like after a couple of times he gets it but he does get frustrated at that stuff just yeah. because of this new little attitude where i'm mm-hmm. like what the fuck where where is that where's my sweet little boy (laughs) where's my sweet little baby maddox and he's like i'm not a baby anymore and i'm like you're my baby and he's like a pretend baby (laughs) oh my god i think i did hear him say that at the house he's like i'm a pretend baby but only for me like he can't be a pretend baby for anybody else oh he's so cute i can't believe he's six bro six is a different game I feel like at six, you start remembering everything. And now I feel like I really need to watch myself (laughs) because it's like my first memories of childhood probably started around that age, age, like six, seven years old. Those are like my earliest memories. And so it's a different game. You'll come to find out even when he starts like preschool and stuff like that. Yeah, I think the older they get, the scarier like. But I've loved every stage. Yeah, thus far. it's different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's definitely different. And I think I mentioned like some things get harder and other things yeah. get easier. Overall, I do think it is a lot more fun getting to know him mm-hmm. and like him making himself up. Like, yeah, you like know? trying to figure out who he is. Yeah, kinda. I try not to like tell him who to be or how to be too much Mm -hmm. and just kind of you know let him do that on his own because that's how I was raised too like my mom wasn't necessarily like stupid if anything I feel like I'm a little more strict on Maddox than my mom was on me yeah I'm I feel like I'm very strict (laughs) like there's no kids toys out here (laughs) (laughs) no keep that shit in your fucking room (laughs) I don't want to see that shit um love you but I don't yeah and um even with the room I always remind him like you don't like cleaning up, right? Don't make a mess. <laughs> like, if you don't want to clean it, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. So he like, and I feel bad because he'll like think like, damn, kind of want to play with Legos. Do uh-huh. I, <laughs> but do I really, do I really want to clean it up? Though? <laughs> yeah. He's so such a good boy, and, like though. some, some parts. Yeah. And even when I tell him to clean up, like he has no issue Aww. cleaning up. It's only when cleaning up with like another child, like mm. honey's nephew. If he's over here and they make a mess and I'm and I remind them both before they start the mess. Just remember at this house, 
we clean motherfuckers <laughs> like we clean at this house so and i and i his nephew's house is like no free for all like fuck it all up yeah, yeah the world is their fucking playground and um so i remind them both just remember if you don't want to make if you don't want to clean it up don't mess it up and normally they do a good job at, at, at like keeping it to a minimum yeah. but when it is time to clean up Adong never wants to clean up because he never has to right. clean up at his right. house so he's, he's like why the fuck that. would I do it here I don't do it at my house <laughs> and so Maddox will be like but Adong is not cleaning up and I'm like I don't give a fuck what I don't <laughs> I told you both <laughs> but he he he's a good boy that and that's why I'm like I don't know. Another one might fuck me up. God knew exactly how much patience I had. <laughs> That's the thing. Like Lennox is, he was so easy, especially as a baby mm-hmm. with the sleep and like, yeah. I'm worried about, Brittany says this newborn is completely different. Really? Than Kyren. Yeah. Like was Kyren the, the calmer one? I think, yeah. Like I think she's saying like he was easier. Like he didn't really have colic. Mm-hmm. Like, but she said this baby was having like some colic. I think he's good now. But like in the beginning, he was having some colic. She puts him in the car. He yeah. screams in the car the whole time. Some babies just don't like the car. Right, Kyron was right. great with the car. So I'm worried about those differences just because Lennox was so like if I could have another Lennox baby, I'll be so happy. Right. Yeah. And the biggest thing for me was sleep. Like because we had him in our room until he was like. I think about 10 weeks, like in the little bassinet. Cause mm-hmm. I knew like for us, I didn't want to co-sleep just yeah. because that time at night, that was like the only time me and Eric kind of had Got to together. like be together mm-hmm. and shit like that. And that's still kind of like the time that we have sometimes, especially cause we're just with Lennox all day. So when it came time, like to think about putting him in his room, I was nervous. Cause I think we talked about the Sid shit. And yeah. then, like you wake up in the middle of the night just to make sure their chest is rising right. and make sure they're sleep and shit. But it got to the point where I'm the type where I like to leave the TV on and fall asleep like with the TV Mm -hmm. and shit. Obviously, you can't do that with a baby. And I feel like even in the middle of the night, like Eric snores, wakes up the baby. I'm turning, wake up the baby. The baby wakes us up. So I was like, well, let's try putting him like in his crib. Yeah. So at 10 weeks, we put him in the crib. And since the first day we put him in his own room, he slept through the night. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like until we the good old days we'd put him down at like seven and he'd wake up at like eight thirty. oh nice like, he was a fucking phenomenal sleeper like so if this baby just sleeps as well as lennox i'll <laughs> be happy that's all we're asking for literally just sleep <laughs> please bitch please um so yeah i mean we'll see how different it is the first couple weeks i know are gonna be shit yeah i get tired thinking about how tired i'm gonna be <laughs> but Oh, I, mean, we'll I think you're gonna be great. I think it's, it's gonna be an overall good experience. I mean, you don't I have a choice. So I know, literally. <laughs> you don't have a choice but to enjoy it now. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're deep into it. Yeah, I think there's a couple things that I think about that like I'm worried of, like to, like I don't want to see like I feel like natural was so well. I want to do natural yeah. again. Like I don't want to have to end up in a situation C-section. where I have to, have to get a C-section. Then again, if it happens, it happens. But yeah. I, I think, too, going into it a second time is a whole lot different because you know a lot more than you did right. the first time. Yeah. And sometimes, like, that ignorance of not knowing everything mm-hmm. is 
very blissful during yeah. such a stressful situation because exactly. it is stressful even if it yeah. is a good situation it, yeah. it's stressful it's it a is. stress on your body um but yeah knowing less it comes with its own benefits less shit to worry about yeah a lot know. of less things to worry about yeah so i mean we'll see like i think the first time i don't want to go into it with any expectations i'm gonna just kind of see how it goes good i think that's the best way to do it and just keeping your mind positive Mm -hmm. as positive as you can i always say when it comes to pregnancy you have to like fake it till you make it literally i i even tell people to this day like if they say they're nervous about like birth i'm like just tell people you're not like that literally works so well for me i felt like i went into winnie like I don't know if it was the contractions. I just didn't have time to think about getting nervous. But even when like the shit with this heart rate and all that stuff, yeah. I try to be as calm as I could. I was like, if I'm going to be anywhere when this shit happens, I'm supposed to be here. Like, right. Right. So everything worked out well. I remember they had me sign C-section paperwork just in case because of the bleeding. Yeah. But like, they were so great. They never forced it onto me. Like they were just monitoring me. I was able to do vaginal. Like it just worked out so well. So I'm hoping that it, goes the same way i'm just anxious to get to that point to where i get my sweep and i'm like okay is it gonna work the same yeah. time as last time so i'm anxious to get there to see like how different it's gonna be but i don't know i'm excited overall i think good you should be excited yeah. i'm excited for you a lot of people are excited for you lennox probably doesn't know but he's he's gonna be excited yeah, <laughs> eventually if be not good. now he'll eventually be yeah, excited i think he'll be fine yeah it'll be an adjustment for everybody but he'll be good oh good yeah. i'm glad you're having a baby girl and I like know. you've got your little couple now your yeah. little pair you're done for for now <laughs> for now yeah and people ask me i'm like at least don't ask me when i'm pregnant because i'm a for sure if I'm right say, say no. no right but then, right, you right. know after you have a baby and you just forget how miserable pregnancy was you're like i'll have another one because <laughs> we're fucking delusional right i think i haven't forgotten and that's why i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> remember, I'm like, yeah. it hasn't been long enough but it's yeah. getting to the point where it's like okay but it's getting too long <laughs> and like, i know like their age you... difference is a lot but i have a lot of age difference with a lot of my siblings and we growing up pretty well so yeah well good i appreciate you coming so much like i said a million times i am really happy for you and i'm excited to see this baby girl hopefully her name is gianna i know (laughs) i'm really rooting for that name i I like it a lot but i um wish you the best during labor and i hope it goes as smoothly if not smoother than it was hopefully she does just slip out (laughs) i know literally (laughs) hopefully she does slip out um you guys have done an amazing job with lennox and um I had said the last time that Lennox has the best parents in the world and I stick to that statement and so will baby hopefully Gianna. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks girl, I so, appreciate it. Thank you for coming back and updating everyone. You were highly fucking requested. I should Ooh. screenshot a lot of those DMs <laughs> and just to let you know like so a lot of people. It wasn't even only screen um DMs, like it was people were texting me, calling oh, me. Really? Like yeah, oh. a lot of people wanted this update. So I appreciate you taking the time because it was a lot of time. <laughs> It was a big so, thank you and good luck with everything. I Thanks, love, you. Bitch, love you. I'll see you at book club. See ya. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>